What a glorious thing to hear all of your voices, all of your voices, to see the faces of those of you who are in the sanctuary and to know that we are worshiping with many of you who are at home and traveling over live stream. We had a service at four o'clock this afternoon with our children and families, and it, was, it had a very different tone. There was lots of good child energy and noise and costumes. We had angels and shepherds and magi. We even had a bear. It was just really wonderful, and my heart is full tonight. It is full of gratitude when I think about where we were this time last year. Actually, last year it was December 22nd when a few of us and I think four singers recorded our Christmas Eve service ahead of time so that members of our congregation and others could, could worship on Christmas Eve at whatever time their families were gathering, if they were gathering at all. And here we are, gathered in this place and gathered over live stream. It's a beautiful gift. And yet, the world is still not as it should be. This is not quite the Christmas we had hoped it would be in 2022 or 2021. Maybe in 2022 it'll be the Christmas we've been waiting for. We just heard earlier today about 500 flights that got canceled in the United States today. 2,000 across the world, maybe up to 3,000 now. People trying to get home who can't because flight crews have COVID and this Omicron variant is, is spreading like wildfire across the globe. And we're not able to have the Christmases we had planned on having just two weeks ago. My family had planned to gather at my brother's house this morning and I have three siblings and most of us were gonna be able to be there. And then as the week went on, several of my family members said, I don't, I don't think I can come. I'm afraid I may have gotten exposed this week. Or... So there were two of us family units who got together and it was good and I was grateful for it. And we were all connecting over FaceTime and phones and putting pictures and videos up and it was good, it was fine, but it was still a little disappointing. The world is not yet as it should be. As we come together this night, I can't help but think about my friend Joey Reed, who is the pastor of Mayfield First United Methodist Church in Kentucky. He and his congregation and so many congregations and families in that part of the world and West Tennessee and so many of the states that were hit by these recent tornadoes, I wonder how, how are they gathering? How are they celebrating Christmas on this night? And my heart hurts for them and I know that the world is not as it should be. And as we come together tonight in this time of worship, we all have things we're carrying griefs, losses, worries that remind us that, that even our own personal worlds are not all that we wished they would be. Our world is still uncertain and in turmoil and troubled. But here we are. We've made the choice to, to be together tonight and gather once again around this beautiful ancient story the story of God coming to humankind in a new way. God's very self born in our midst. And 
we lean into this story and, and we long to hear the good news and the hope that it offers. And so as we come to this story, I want to invite us to, to step into it. Maybe by joining a, a ragged group of shepherds sitting on a hillside in Bethlehem in the deep dark of the night. The world that those shepherds were looking over was also not as it should have been. It was a troubled world, a world in turmoil. As they looked out over the city of Bethlehem, they could see hundreds, if not thousands, of people who didn't live there walking the streets because they had been forced to go there by the emperor of Rome who wanted to count them so that he could tax them. A terrible reminder that they were not free, that they lived under the thumb of the Roman Empire. And somewhere near the hills of Bethlehem was a palace that Herod the Great was building and another reminder that they lived under the thumb of powerful people who did not have their best interest at heart. Somewhere milling around in that city of Bethlehem was a poor peasant couple long way from home. They weren't even married yet, and yet the woman was about to give birth, perhaps even experiencing the first pains of labor, and they had nowhere to go. They were homeless and had been turned away from place after place until finally they were lodged in an outdoor sort of shelter with the animals. The world was not as it should have been on that night. The shepherds themselves were, were not treated very well by their society. They were seen as, as outcasts. They lived out of doors, and if they were married, they were seen as terrible husbands because they couldn't be at home protecting their wives. No father-in-law wanted a shepherd as a son-in-law. They couldn't testify in court because their word wasn't trusted. But there they sat. And Luke tells us they were keeping watch over their flock by night. I want us to ponder that for just a few moments. Keeping watch over their flock by night. It was nighttime. It was dark. There was so much they couldn't see. There was so much about the world around them that was troubled, but, but they were doing their job. They were doing what was theirs to do, keeping watch over their flock. We might call them today essential workers. They were essential to the life of that town, of that village, of that culture. And they were keeping watch, protecting their flock from danger. And so it was that on that night, as they were doing what they were called to do, these ordinary, poor, looked-down-upon men, that God chose them to be the very first ones to hear the birth announcement. It came from a messenger, an angel, who stood before them. And they were scared at first, who wouldn't be? But the angel said, don't be afraid, because I am bringing you good news. I have come all the way to this remote hillside on the outskirts of Bethlehem in the middle of nowhere to tell you guys who are ordinary nobodies 
because you matter to God. Of all the people in the world that God could have chosen, God has chosen you. Not Caesar in Rome, not Herod in his palace, not even the high priest in the temple, but you, you who were keeping watch over your flocks by night. That same message that the angel gives is a word of peace to all humankind. Unto you is born this day a Savior who is Christ the Lord. God is in the midst of saving the world and you shepherds get to hear about it. You shepherds get to be part of it. You shepherds get to spread the news. You get to see it with your own eyes. Come and see. And that's the invitation for all of us who gather around this story this night. We are those who are called to to keep watch over our flock, even in the night. To keep hope, even when all is dark around us. To keep watch over our flock, to do what is ours to do, as ordinary, as small, as inadequate as it may feel in the midst of all that's happening in our world. To keep watch over our flock by night. And to be ready to hear this good news that is for us, for you, no matter who you are, this is a word of good news for you and for all the world. That a child has been born, that God is already saving the world, and we are invited to be part of it. Even if our way of being part of it may look small to the rest of the world. Earlier this week, someone in our congregation sent me a little video clip, and he he titled it, A 15-Second Sermon. I don't know if he was suggesting something to me, but it was a little part of an interview with Kathy Onan, who is the mayor of Mayfield, Kentucky. And the first thing she said was that your hearts are making a difference that she and the people of her town and the people who've been affected by these terrible storms recently are feeling the love and support of all of us. And our prayers are making a difference. And she said they finally sat down together with some of the city leaders and started opening the mail. And one of the firefighters opened a letter that had a check for $10,000 in it. And she said, I just, I, I, I can only imagine what that gift will help us to do. And they were so moved by the generosity of that giver. And then she said she opened a letter that had $23 in it. And she started to cry. And she said, can you imagine the heart of that person? Someone who must count their dollars carefully. Someone for whom every dollar makes a difference. And yet they took the $23 and put it in an envelope and mailed it because it was theirs to do. And in that act of generosity, they participated in the saving work that God is doing in that community, that God is doing in our world. So that is our invitation tonight, to be like 
those faithful shepherds who were keeping watch over their flock by night. May we do what is ours to do, no matter how big, no matter how small, and then trust that our God, the God of the universe, who has been made known to us in this little child born this night, is saving the world even as we speak. And thanks be to God, we get to be part of that transformation. Amen.